This is Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm Neil. I'm George. And I'm Craig. And what we do each session is read Small Town Newspaper articles from Small Town Newspapers somewhere across the United States. We are reading these articles for the first time. They are provided to us by the wonderfully talented but the woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. Woohoo! From those articles, we might take a character, a situation, maybe just a singular word, and we're going to improvise stories around it. We're just trying to make big stories out of Small Town News. Keith, you have not yet opened your email. Open it, sir. Keith. <laughs> I see the Adams family house. Is that what that is? That uh, not quite, but close enough. Craig, uh, have you opened the email yet? I have. Uh, but I'm also just now. I realized right before I came in that my cheap ass reading glasses that I normally keep in the car broke about three weeks ago, and I haven't needed them until this very moment. But what's that right before in front of you on the oh, table? I'll just put on sunglasses. Is, That'll yeah. make it better. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you look cool as hell, though. You do. I don't know if you can see better, but you look cool as Y'all hell. Y'all don't know how cool Craig is today, but you will soon. <laughs> I mean, this feels like a murder house. That's probably not what it is. I mean, any house can be a murder house. <laughs> you, yeah, but this will try hard enough. enough. Yes. <laughs> it looks like when they built this, that was the intent. Oh, let's build a murder house. I need a house for my murders. <laughs> Don't tell the police. I need a lot of room to hide bodies. <laughs> George, where are we today? Uh, we are in ah de Rio de Louisiana. The Beauregard Daily News. We've been talking French here before we turned on the on the recording machine, so this can go right along. And Neil knows a lot of French, and the rest of us have awful accents. <laughs> I love it when we go to Louisiana. We are in trouble because yes, oh, it's so bad. I, I, I think of all the accents that we butcher, like Louisiana is probably the worst. But we do it with such gusto because it's just so much fun to be Louisiana. We think it sound good. <laughs> this is how they talk. All of them. Every single one. Yep. Every single one. That's how Brad Pitt talks. Oh, is he from Louisiana? Uh, no, he just lives there now. Yeah, yeah. He's taking oh, a huge interest there. in it. So he sounds like that now. Yeah, he absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is in the box? <laughs> Was it the balls? Was it the balls? <laughs> Dropping the axe. <laughs> Was it the bull? <laughs> DeRider is a town in western Louisiana with a population of 10,500. It's the seat of Beauregard Parish, although parts of DeRider extend into neighboring Vernon Parish. The writer's motto is, we dwell in possibilities, uh-huh. but the town does not seem to have any connection to Emily Dickinson. The town was named for Ella de Ryder. Ella was the sister-in-law of Jean de Gaugin, perhaps, who knows, uh, a Dutch railroad financier who established the area's first rail lines. Details about Ella's life are fairly vague. She was born in the Netherlands in the mid-19th century and was one of 13 children. She ran away from home at a young age, although I could not find out how young she actually was. That's Jess speaking. Uh, Her family eventually presumed she was dead, but she wasn't dead. She'd run away to America and was apparently living a pretty happy life. Whether Jan named the town after Ella while the family still thought she was dead is also unclear. Oh. Well, De, De Ryder is home to a very beautiful... <laughs> Sorry, that was unintentional. <laughs> My brain's in a certain space right now. <clears throat> De Ryder is home to a very beautiful <laughs> and very spooky-looking jail. Uh, oh. Constructed in 1940. Murder house. No, Just mur- the other side of the murder. Murderer house. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to stop the murders. <laughs> Constructed in 1914, the old Beauregard Parish Jail, also known as the Hanging Jail... Ooh, oh, no. so now it is a murder house. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sure murder wow. the murderers. They doubled down. Yeah. yeah, I never would have guessed that building was a jail. From Me the either. Picture. 
Well, it's a Gothic Revival-style building. It was placed on the National Register of Historic Buildings in 1981, although it continued to operate as the Parish Jail until 1982. When in use, the jail could house up to 50 prisoners. The jail is unique in several ways. It is the only jail built in the Gothic Revival style in the United States. The Gothic Revival style is also called the Collegiate Gothic style for its common uses on university campuses. Think Duke University. Where's the fence? <laughs> there should be There's a no fence. fence. Most so they don't should. let them outside. It's implied by the oppressive architecture. <laughs> <laughs> you try to leave and you just get so oppressed that you don't open the door. This is like you... the people under the stairs. You ever see that movie? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, 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 just walk upstairs. Have you ever? <laughs> it's that easy. Okay, but seriously, like, I have never seen any type of penitentiary, jail, <laughs> detention facility that didn't have a fence. There's so, not even a small picket fence out front. So, right. nothing. So dungeons never had fences. But they were deep in the, the earth, right? <laughs> you could put them anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Be- below the mantle. <laughs> Why don't, yeah, that's a good idea, George. Why don't we just dig a hole? Just dig a hole. Just dig a hole and put the prisoners in the hole. So, so the presumption is if you have a jail or, or, or a fence, you're going to let them outside. So maybe they just never let them outside. Yeah. But back to the people under the stairs. You know what they should have called that movie? The Man Between the Walls. Because that's what I remember most about. Remember that dude yeah. would dressed up in like Roach. Leather Daddy? Oh, yeah. no, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I forgot about oh him. The God, Leather Daddy crazy. guy. Crazy. He put on his, all his leather and started running through the walls and shooting the walls. Oh, my God. Stuff. I forgot about that, that guy. That was crazy. I oh, yeah. It. Back to the article. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. We're talking about a different murder house. It's got a tidbits, man. All right. All right. Here we go. Um, it was also the first jail in the country to have a lavatory, complete with toilet, shower, and sink in each cell. This is oh, a fancy jail. Oh, that's why they didn't want it. They don't need a fence if they got a, a nice... People want to stay. Yeah, they, yeah. they chose to stay inside. That's a wait list. Go out for dinner. Come back to the jail. <laughs> Wash up. <laughs> you go out, you have a messy dinner. You're like, I'm gonna go. Oh, every, just, every, every time I leave jail, I got this hankering for ribs. <laughs> I gotta go wash up. Might as well go home to myself. I got my own lavatory. That's valid, though, man. You eat ribs right, you gotta take a shower. That's true. <laughs> just eat them so, in the shower. Super, so, super, so, super so that, so that gumbo. <laughs> How are you bathing yet? Come, come on my, in and take a gumbo bath. I'm going to take my gumbo shower. I'm going to have to wash up. I seem to have a piece of ochre in my ear. Take out my andouille. <laughs> oh, I got some andouille in my, my private bits. <laughs> How did it get in there? Oh, um, each cell also had its own window. Another first for American jail design. The building has three stories, plus a basement dungeon, the hole. A large spiral staircase runs up the center of the building and provides access to all of the cells. The jailer's quarters are on the first floor, and the cells are on the second and third floors. A kitchen occupies the basement, and there is a basement tunnel connecting the jail to the courthouse for prisoner transport to trials. Oh. In 1928, the jail got its nickname of the Hanging Jail, after two men were hanged from the top of the spiral staircase inside of the building. The men were executed for the murder of a cab driver. This hanging is the only recorded execution to take place in the building. Wait, wait, so two people got hung and you're going to name the whole building the hanging jail? Yeah. Were there other jails from which they had to differentiate themselves? 
Yeah, there was the shooting jail. Yeah, there, there was the leather daddy jail, <laughs> and the gumbo jail, and, and gumbo the dungeon jail. jail. Yeah. yeah, the gumbo. I'm gonna teach you right there. We're gonna put you in this gumbo right there. You're right there. That you're this you're is gonna be the worst. You're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be that gumbo from 18 to 24. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's let's build a jail right here, and then right across the street we got the courthouse. So every time we need to take somebody to court, we can just walk them across the street. No, we're building a tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> hey, you have to admit though, the tunnel's badass. It really it, is, unless you're digging it. And then it's like, can we just go up the stairs and across the street? No. no. What if we called it an open air tunnel? <laughs> it was just the street. In nearby Maryville, tourists can visit the Burt's House, the only authentic log cabin in Beauregard Parish. Built in 1883, the Burke's House is a one-story structure with a front porch about the same size as the interior and a back porch about half the size of the interior. Log cabins date back to the Bronze Age, about 3,500 BCE, in Northern Europe. During the medieval period, log cabins... I've never thought of a log cabin in Europe at all. Of course, they existed, but... Yeah, they're a frontier kind of I've just always thought of it, yeah. No, I mean, like, if you saw, like, a a medieval movie and they had log cabins in it you think it was ridiculous i would yeah you're like why didn't they it probably also doesn't look like what we think of as a log probably cabin. It's not just a, yeah a, a, a <laughs> like where, structure where's yeah. a blanket where's like? a, <laughs> <laughs> with this huge hat i just love the idea that this is the house that is literally 75 percent porch yeah yeah seriously 25 percent chat during the medieval period <laughs> no yeah, okay. During the medieval period, northern and eastern Europe were designated as early mobile homes. They were meant to be built and then easily disassembled, moved, and reassembled. The first log cabins built in present-day America were built in the 1640s in the Swedish colony of Nyasverge, also known as New Sweden, and the Delaware River and Brandywine Valleys. By the 1840s, log cabins were popular symbols in political campaigns to show the candidate, especially those for president, as being a, quote, man of the people. At least seven U.S. presidents were born in log cabins, although William Harrison, the first president to use the log cabin imagery and metaphor in his campaign, was not. Who's ever heard of William Harrison as a U.S. president? Me. When was he? Uh, 1800s. The log cabin period. I never would have believed. I don't know. Isn't it Did William, go by Bill? Henry Harrison, something like that? <clears throat> James Garfield, who you have talked about in previous episodes, was the last president born in a log cabin. I was going to say, yeah. so far. So far, yeah. Yeah. There's a tide coming. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a resurgence in the in the log cabin community. There have. Have you ever been driving down the highway and you see like, like, almost built one. like log cabin kits, right? You almost built one we for almost yourself? Built one. Yeah. Yeah, back in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. Where were you going to put it? Like in a hollow? Uh, we had no. We had uh, bought some property on a lake outside <laughs> yeah. of Raleigh. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to put it put it on the on the lake out there. Cool. And then we drove out there while they were clearing the lot. We were on the way back, and Claire was like, "Ah," she was lamenting that there was no grocery store in town. Right. And we were headed back to the closest one, which was in Lewisburg, North Carolina. So like she, <laughs> she was like, "I can't do this." So, mm. Oh, okay. All right, good. Glad, That's smart. Glad we got smart. this far. At least we can stop now. That's is, good. Is that something you would have been able to put together yourself if you bought the kit? I wouldn't. You would hire somebody to do it, but yeah. But is it easier than a normal house? Like why? Um, why? why well, you appeal? just stack shit. So right? yeah, you just. I mean, you did Lincoln Logs. We're all thinking Lincoln yeah. Logs, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not horribly different. You do need to. So you have to seal between the logs. 
Okay. So depending on the company, like some of them make things that are that have like grooves that fit together from the top and the bottom, so it locks better. Just like and Lincoln put, logs. <laughs> no, this is along the length of the log. Oh, okay. Yep. So they're <clears throat> most of those are milled now, and and they fit together pretty tightly. Uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're cool. Lots of lots of insulation, obviously. Tons of thermal mass because it's wood. Yep. Logs. And it's thick. Like Eight ninety two <laughs> thick. You know. As opposed to other logs it's wood. that you use to make a house. <laughs> but yeah, they're really cool. Like we've we've got a, a friend of ours' parents had a lake house up in Virginia that was a, a log cabin. We always love going up there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cool. The most expensive part is all the bear picture decor that you have to buy to put in there with it. You either go bear or Native American or both. It bear skin on, rugs. Yeah. We were, we were going medieval French. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Because yeah. that, yeah. that makes oh, sense. Yeah. yeah, because that's yeah. where they started. Yeah. Exactly. It's all your French influence is what it was. Exactly. Or Swedish. I loved your <laughs> Swedish, by the way. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> While not born in a log cabin, author and journalist Jennifer Weiner... <laughs> was born in Ritter in 1970. Her first writing job was for the student newspaper at Princeton University, another Gothic Revival-style campus. While working for the Princeton paper in the late 1980s and early 1990s, she penned a column entitled Generation... I guess that'll be Generation 7? Or oh, 13, 13. Oh, 13, because the eyes are... Yeah. It's, it's when the eyes are before is when you subtract. My bad. Generation 13... And after graduation, she continued the column as a writer for a Lexington, Kentucky newspaper. Generation 13 was an early name for what became known as Gen X. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. That generation is the 13th generation after the American Revolutionary War. The Generation 13 name clearly did not stick, nor did other early names for Gen X. Post-boomers... Baby Busters, a reference to the drop in birth rate. <laughs> Baby <Not> Buster. <laughs> yes. Not that sounds like a clothing brand, though, instead, doesn't it? Well, it's, it's from Arrested Development, also. Baby Buster. <laughs> Baby Buster. <laughs> Baby Buster. <laughs> the new, and these are other names, the new Lost Generation, the Latchkey Generation, the MTV Generation. Jennifer does not seem to be the one responsible for coining the term Generation 13, but she is the writer most synonymous with the term. Perhaps she did coin the term, but in true Gen X style, she simply doesn't care if the world acknowledges her contribution. Damn right. (laughs) Yeah. While Gen X is frequently accused of being, quote, black... I, I think you this. meant bleak. I, that's what you talking about. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Why is everybody laughing? What's wrong? Where are your brains at? <laughs> On the word you were saying. What? Yeah, bleak. <laughs> <laughs> because you're bleak. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're trying to say with a whole gumbo shower. <laughs> Poor gumbo shower. <laughs> that was just a guttural sound. No, you're, you said whore gumbo, gumbo shower. <laughs> no, no, your brain's putting that on it. All I said was whore gumbo yes. shower. No, I heard the same thing. So, it, yeah, it, it's when you splash gumbo on your armpits and face. That is definitely a special Before you go home to your cell and wash up. The only thing I know is that the walls of that shower are black. <laughs> anyway, back to the sentence that I was reading correctly. <laughs> While Gen X is frequently accused of being bleak, cynical, and disaffected, as if those are bad things, 
This small generation now entering their 40s and 50s are also characterized as independent and self-reliant. Yeah. That's us, right? We're Gen X? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. yeah. We're, we're we actually don't e- the latchkey generation. Say, we don't even care enough to know if we're Gen X. Yeah, we're 13. The first time I heard of that. Yeah, who cares? 13th generation since the American Revolution. See, that's Bad-ass. cool. I never knew that. That's I pretty didn't sweet. Either. I didn't know yeah. where that came that's from. That's awesome. But, but Gen X, I always thought it meant like the letter X, though. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was, we don't have a, a name for you. We can't right. land on one, so just fill in the blank X. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. It is a number. The wrong number. We don't yeah. care enough to explain that to anybody beyond today, though. Right. <laughs> I'm editing this out of the podcast. That's how much I don't care. <laughs> You're a true Gen Xer. Screw a podcast. I'm out. <laughs> Gen X is a term used mostly in English-speaking countries, and other languages have other terms for that generation. But my favorite is the French one. Generation Bolf. <laughs> which translates to... Generation, whatever. Nice. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Have fun in Derider. Or don't. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dr. Jess. <laughs> yes. Woo. She's putting us on a road this morning, boys. Yeah. Oh, she, I think we were already halfway there. Wait, yeah. what's road in French? Rue. Rue. Yeah. I all, do know that one, right? I think yeah. that's correct. It is. Yeah. No, no. Rue is when you're making a stew. That's gumbo. It's when you when you're heating up the water real good for bath. That's a that, shower. I think that is that's the road to flavor right there. Welcome to Flavor Road, also known as Roo Roo. We'll get a good good brown roo up for your shower. I'm driving my car down Roo Roo. Listen to my horn. Roo Roo Roo. What just happened? <laughs> Local makeup artist bound for New York Fashion Week by O. Chip Robinson. Della Gully. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm just saying like O-H. Oh, Chip Robinson. (laughs) Or or O apostrophe. Oh, Chip. Uh, Oh, Chip. Just take it easy, man. They're not really making fun of you. So who's thinking potatoes and who's thinking chocolate? I just got to (laughs) know. I think I'm I'm thinking chocolate covered potato chips. I started chocolate and and then I started went and potato. I mean, you need a bag of potato chips called O-Chips. I'll eat a bag of chocolate covered potato chips. That sounds great. I'll eat a bag of potato chips. Oh, oh, like voodoo chips? Yeah, Yeah. voodoo chips. chips. They're they're my favorite. Oh, my God, man. I bought. Okay. So I may have. (laughs) And they are are Louisiana chips. Oh, oh, they're from Madrid. I may have purchased a bulk box of the two-ounce bags of those. They're so good. Well, I, I, I realized my mistake after I bought it and would like eat a bag, and then I was like, yeah, maybe I need a little more. It, yeah. it has oh, been a God. game changer. We have not been given any any money or, or sponsorship yet. For them. If they want to send us chips, be oh, glad to take awesome. them. Yeah, but yeah, uh, had them for the first time maybe like three years ago, and now they're my favorite chip. Wait, so you oh, bought yeah. a bulk of the tiny little bags? Yeah. Oh, so they're fresh every time. What it, or so, so you don't eat so a whole big the, bag. The, that's the problem oh, I have. Because once the bag is opened, <laughs> yeah, I'm eating the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. So somebody got one for me on the ski trip. Uh, that we went on a few months back and they said, oh, I got these for you. When they came back around about 15 minutes later to get a chip, they were gone. Yeah. Now, what's the flavor? I don't know that I've had booty chips. It is like a mix of like barbecue. Yep. There's a little bit of vin- a stronger vinegary thing. Wait, the kettle chips? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have had those. They're so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Seemed kind of old bay to me. The yes. Yep, yeah. There's some of that in there, too. Yeah. Uh, but it's a nice sort of like... Um, what do, what do they call the ones in Canada? Like all chips or whatever? The the ones that have all the different seasonings on like them? Like everything chip? Yeah, maybe something okay. like that. But it's like that, but like barbecue seems to be the more forward 
of the mm-hmm. of the taste, but it's re- they're really good. Um, anyway, O Chip has something to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not about that. You know what? I th- just what's the headline? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> Local makeup artist bound for New York Fashion Week by O Chip Robinson. Mm. Della Gully is going places to New York Fashion Week, to be exact. Gully, a derider local, is a certified makeup artist whose talent and drive earned her an invitation to one of the biggest events a makeup artist can be a part of. Gully started her career as a mobile makeup artist, but then set up shop and derider in the County Square Shopping Center. Unfortunately for Gully, her niche is seasonal with weddings and proms being her biggest market. Business was too slow for her to maintain the studio, so on May 10th of this year, she closed the shop's doors and returned to being a mobile makeup artist. Gully's mobility has offered her a slew of opportunities to travel the nation doing what she loves. Gully has worked as a makeup artist in several fashion shows, and some of her work has been published in trade magazines. But Gully's best marketing tool has been social media. Social media has been a blessing for me. You get exposure, and if the right person sees your stuff, you start networking. Facebook. Yep. It becomes a domino effect, (laughs) and I have been blessed by social media. Good. Did you just get that? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie; it never occurred to me. <clears throat> yeah. All right then. Oh, um, Chip! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chip and Bomb! Uh, it was Gully's social media that caught the attention of a representative of New York Fashion Week. When the representative saw Gully's portfolio on social media, they reached out to her and through her Facebook page. Gully was invited to go to New York to work as a makeup artist during the hugely popular fashion show in September. A chance to showcase her skills on the models of NYFW is a dream come true for Gully. But Gully's aspirations do not stop at NYFW. She has her eyes set on Paris thanks to Travis Hamilton, a Houston fashion designer Gully has worked for in the past. Uh, There is some talk, that's in quotes, that Hamilton might be showing his newest line during Paris Fashion Week, one of the most prestigious fashion weeks in the world. Working in Paris or any other major fashion-forward city is another dream for Gully, one she is sure to accomplish through the endless networking opportunities of the fashion world and her dedication to her craft. There are certain jobs that lend themselves to being a mobile so-and-so, like um, your stepfather, stepfather-in-law, Keith. He's a farrier, right? That so you is don't correct. need to have a farrier shop. People don't want to bring their horses to you. You it's, go to them. It's and not, put, yeah, it wouldn't be as practical. Yeah, you put shoes yeah, you on. Have, them that's where a job are. where you have to go to the customers. So if you're a mobile makeup artist, what's your normal day? Like that's not a like a wedding or something. Like you go to someone's house and put their makeup on for them before work. <laughs> What's the you so, like like on a Tuesday, just a regular Tuesday. Yeah, you get up at four o'clock in the morning just so you can get to every person. Every, you got every a route like house. a paper route. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can squeeze on your you bike with your makeup over a little shoulder sack. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Have caboodle will travel. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, we cut to the. Vacation at home, vacation planning service offices. They're in a meeting with a new client. Uh, so, Neil, mm-hmm. I understand that your family is really intent on doing some uh, fun stuff this summer. Yeah, well, you know, we, we lost the summer trip because of COVID when mm. Stefan graduated. So we, we really want to do something big this year, you know, because, you know, he really missed out. And, and but I understand that, you know, because of, you know, with college and everything coming up here, you have a very limited time frame in which to, to go do your vacation. We do. We do. That, that, oh. is, that is very true. The kids have different schedules now. So. Well, no, here at Vacation Home, we understand that the biggest problem with vacations is the travel. 
it takes so much time to get to a location and then to return from that location. It does. So that I've is never why thought about that. Exactly. So you spend so much time traveling and less time vacationing. So that's why we want to bring the vacation to your home. That sounds brilliant. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. You know, uh, so I see that um, you and your family have a, are really interested in the Disney package. Yes. Yeah, the kids have always wanted to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, boss, yes. boss, boss. I got Space Mountain out back. Where you mean to put it? <laughs> let me let me make sure I get a signature on the contract oh, here. Oh, sorry. Okay? Am I jumping the gun? It's it's moving Space Mountain is a big deal. So I want to make sure we got it. it certainly was. Abs- <laughs> and will continue to be okay. So we're so honestly, we're really interested in all the new Star Wars attractions. Oh that is- man! All right, boss, I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is very important. Are you at all interested in the Animal Kingdom? Oh wow! Ah, uh, you know we we've been there. Okay. Um. So you're not interested in Animal Kingdom in your house? Well. Maybe as a sideline. I mean, I, we could spend oh, a day at Animal Kingdom. Right. Boss, well, boss, we, boss. We got that pride of lions out back. Where you mean put it? Okay, okay, okay. It's This sounds promising. I was so afraid that we moved all those lions for nothing, but I think we're on to it there. Put them inside a Space Mountain for the moment. Uh, yeah, got, okay? it, got it. It's pretty big. If we have to put any other animals in there, I'm pretty sure they can... You know, keep a distance. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay, it's good. Okay, I mean, like, all right. Like, like a, d- a day at Animal Kingdom would be fine, I guess. I mean, yeah, can we, we, we at can least squeeze make it, it in? Too, because it is a pain in the butt to move these animals. Oh, gosh, man. Uh, can we at least a day and a can half? Can we get them? Uh, can, can we do a, a, a day where we hit, like, Animal Kingdom and make sure we get to see the Star Wars stuff? Hey, boss, like, boss, like, together? boss, boss. Got George Lucas out back. We mean put him. <laughs> put him with the lions, right? Oh, oh that's not a good idea, boss. You remember what happened to Harrison Ford? What's oh, fair point, fair point. Uh, tell George to wait on top of Space Mountain. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Right. Yep. Jerry, Jerry, there you are. I knew when you moved in next to me that you were going to be a problem. So here I am. I got George Lucas in my house now. He's telling me where to move my pictures of my family around. He's saying it's a bit derivative. He put, he put ears on my son and I, 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 made him into some kind of a Rasta. So are you paying for part of the vacation package too? I mean, it seems like you're really getting the benefits. Of no, this. it's just spilling into my yard. Well, now, Neil, this is probably a good time to mention because of the size of so many of these attractions. Um, I don't know if you noticed Space Mountain outside. <laughs> When you I arrive. did. I did. It's kind of um, kind of impressive, actually. But you know, we can offer you a discounted rate if you can get the rest of your neighborhood in on the idea of bringing Disney to your neighborhood. Oh wow! That's... That way we can spread things out a little bit more. I mean, like I said, get you a discount for every house in the neighborhood you can get on board. That se- that seems like a good a good opportunity there. We to, cut to, to of... the homeowners association meeting in Neil's neighborhood in session. Hey guys, so. Uh, that's the pitch. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Hey, Space hey, hey, Mountain, boss, Star boss, Wars. I got Jar Jar Binks tied up in the trunk of my car. Where you would put it? <laughs> hey, hey, Jar Jar's probably going to kill this. Can you just take Jar Jar back? Oh, oh, oh yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, awful. Yeah, he's yeah, so ready yeah. to come out and play. Oh, put that gag back on him. <laughs> now, one, one, one moment here, Neil. Now, yeah. um, with this whole vacation at the, at the home package, would that include Harry Potter World? No, that that's universal. Oh, so we, we were just trying to go for the Disney package. Oh, but my kids love the Harry Potter world. They're not so much into the Star Wars. So so if I could if I could talk to them and maybe rope that in, you I mean you'd be interested in, in jumping on board? I'll tell you what, if you put Harry Potter World in my backyard, sure. That I think that'd make it worth it hey, for boss, me. Boss, boss. All we could get was Ron Weasley. What? Yeah, I know. Not even in the twins, just like that one redhead kid. 
Oh God! Like 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 an impersonator, or the actual actor. No, it's the real guy. It's Rupert Grant. Okay, it, it's cheaper that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. desperate, and he's grown up, so he's kind of awkward looking. No. Oh. <laughs> Put him next to George Lucas and Jar Jar Binks. And same <laughs> on top of Space Mountain. Space Mountain's huge. <laughs> it was difficult. I was waiting for you to roll the Epcot ball in. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Y'all ever been? Y'all ever ridden Space Mountain when the lights were on inside? I've been on it when it broke down and they wound up turning the lights on. Yeah, I was. I, I rode it one time. It didn't break down, but then all of a sudden, like near the end of the ride, just the lights came on. Is it kind of? It's scary? a lot of stuff in there. I'll be honest. It, to me, it's more interesting with the lights on. Like to me, that was mm-hmm. more interesting to see. I've, the mechanism. It, it feels like it would feel more dangerous as you're running through because you have all these intertwining exactly. bits. I always get scared in that one. I feel like I'm too big for it. I, yeah, you and I, you I, are. I know. <laughs> and, and so I'm always like, it's probably fine. But I always find myself hunching yep. down. Yep. Well, it's because like, you don't know what's going to take your head off. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. But then, but when the lights are on, it's just like, oh, wow. Okay. But yeah. it's, it's older. So it was made when people were smaller. Right? So like... <laughs> You're like if you walk through these old houses. made for the seven dwarves? <laughs> you know, you walk through old houses and the, the ceilings are always shorter. All right, George. No, they're doorways. not. Your right, house George. is older. All right, George. You have my like, house was made for giants. George, <laughs> let's assume for a moment that you were generation four. Yeah. Generation How tall 13? do you think you would be? Oh, I mean, they didn't put calcium in the milk. Right? No, and it's already have, in there. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, they, they would have to take it out. The cows do it on their own. Uh, yeah, but it was Just put much. all that calcium next to the lions they inside were, of space. They mouth. didn't have school lunches, so you weren't getting as many nutrients during the day. Right? In Generation 4. They, they didn't have school. Right? That too. <laughs> so you're probably out in the woods trying to hunt and being chased by And that affects bears. your height. <laughs> yeah, it makes you more, you know... You know, you're thinking more about survival as opposed to growing big. People just crouch I, down. I think more. we were. Yeah. I think we're pretty well beyond just the survival point by Generation Four. Well, what would Generation Four be? So that would be is a Generation Ten years. Wait, are you talking about U.S. Generation Four yeah, or gener- mankind Generation? No, no, yeah, yeah that, that's that right. would be different. Yeah. U.S. Generation Four is it? Is Generation Ten years? Twenty years? Twenty? I don't know. Twenty, yeah, 20 maybe thirteen. Two hundred years. All right, congratulations, George. You got me bored on this. <laughs> I'm trying to put it in time. Well, it was, right? it was so, two hundred years roughly before we were right. born, right? So it's it's two hundred divided by thirteen. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Or twelve because we were at the start, maybe. Okay. All right. So so you got to figure you got. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the question is, is like, how old are you before you can start having kids? And that's really what a generation is. Right. But back in olden times, that was her. Yeah. 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 Younger, <laughs> which is why. That's why generation. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that. That's okay. (laughs) Are you hiding money from your partner? Yes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You know who wants to know? Oh, Chip. Oh, Oh, Chip Robinson. Chip. According to a recent report from CreditCards.com, approximately 4.4 million men and 2.8 million women have a bank account or credit card that they keep secret from a partner. Ooh, I'd be mad. Yeah. Craig's silent. <laughs> oh, I been have there. been mad. Been there. Oh, gotcha, there gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. An additional 5 million Americans said they used to hide such an account from their partner, but no longer do. They were caught. In another survey, Craig? more than half of those... <laughs> yes. In a... In another survey, more than half of those who were asked said they believe that keeping a secret bank or credit card account is just as bad as physical cheating. 
This is referred to as financial infidelity. If you are hiding money from your partner, you are being dishonest. These types of accounts often cause problems in your marriage or partnership. If you are spending a great deal of money on a secret credit card, it can be difficult to balance your joint finances. I feel like a secret credit card is worse because you're actually t- you're it's debt. It's taking on worse debt. than worse than like having money in an account that your wife doesn't accumulate. Okay, money I was like, so, so I yeah, sort of yeah. checked out and thought we were still on like physical infidelity, and that's what I thought you were comparing. Oh it no. To. <laughs> I, Having a credit no, card is worse than yeah, physical infidelity. Yeah, yeah, I, I no. floated away there for a minute. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. But like accumulating money you don't tell them about, maybe it's different from borrowing money you don't tell them about. I take far more interest in our financial situation than Claire does. Right. Like I do, I do all of that stuff for us. We certainly have things that she doesn't know about, but it's not certainly not hidden. Right. So like, right. I can say, no, we don't have the money for that. And you know, if you look in the bank accounts, you're like, oh, yeah, we get. it's like, no, but that's not but what not that's for. for. That. Yeah, that's not yeah. what that's for. Right. right. There's right. hiding mm-hmm. something, and then there's lack of interest. Right. Yeah. But you may want to keep some money aside to buy gifts for that person, also, so they don't know when you buy something. Because that's the other thing. Dare is the one that now handles I do. Our I do stash cash. Yeah. But that is not 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 in great sums, but like. Right. There's always some tucked away in the safe so that when it's, oh, I need such and such for a school field trip, I can just go. Right. right. If you buy a gift for Claire, you don't want her to see it on the debit card statement or something. Oh, we don't do buy, that. Buy gifts? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. gotcha. Well, if I buy a gift for Dare, I don't want her to see it because she's the so one that, that does all our finances. So that's the danger of Amazon. That's our, that's yep. our problem in the house. Because you got one account yeah. and you yep. see what people order. But you don't have to. You don't have to have one you have account? To look at the orders. Right. So like I, a couple of years ago, like like made my own account. It's still connected to the Would to the you prime help me stuff. Do that, that for myself, because yeah. I okay, because I've always just used Dare. So it's what comes up on my computer. I'm about to say, me yeah. and Meredith literally just be like, "Hey, don't look at the Amazon cart." I yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, we just buy so much crap from Amazon because I hate going to stores. Yeah, that it's almost impossible, particularly when they start sending the emails of, "Oh, it shipped." Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I like that George went to the sweet place. It was like, "Yeah, we want to buy a gift for your wife." Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want her to know what it is. You know, like, I, I would uh, guess. Most of the people that are hiding money are not so they can buy gifts for their significant others. So that's how we can tell George is not hiding money from Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's where my brain goes, is this is why you would do that. Yeah. Um, You might have to divert some of your joint income to make payments on your credit card, leaving your partner to wonder where all the money is going. It can also be stressful if you each have an allowance and you are constantly using yours to pay off your secret credit card spending. A secret account is a good indication that something might not be right. Since a partnership should be about working towards similar goals, it's a red flag when you are keeping these kind of secrets from the person you claim to love and are planning to spend the rest of your life with. It is extremely important to be open and honest about your finances with your partner. You should periodically talk about money and make it a point to touch base about different accounts and credit cards. It is also a good idea to talk about major purchases, making decisions together, setting common goals, and being upfront about financial habits and desires are all important parts of successful finances in a committed relationship. Cut to a gym locker room. Craig, man, that was an awesome workout. Yeah, I feel Good great. Good job, man. I that was Broke man. a sweat. I, like I hadn't really had the time to put out. I got my max up. Yeah, man. Better than it's ever been. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's great. <laughs> man, oh, shit. I'm sorry. Oh, God. That, that's not a McDonald's bag. I, didn't, I, I think the kids put it in there. I think that's what, what happened. Chicken nugget wrappers in yeah, your locker, it's, but man. It's not, it's not mine. I wouldn't do that to you, man. I it's, we, not, it's really not mine. No, we made a pact that we were going to get fit. We were going to lose weight and not go have fast food. That's true, but... I, I, I missed McRib season. I know, and I hate that, and I... All right, I've been cheating a little bit. 
Uh, Domino's. I got an order here for a uh, Oliver Neil. What? Yeah, Domino's. No, I don't, I don't think that's me. I was explicitly <laughs> told to bring it to the gym locker room. Oh, uh, Neil. But not, but not for another fifteen minutes. What? Look at the paperwork. I'm so sorry that for once I was a bit early. I'm, I'm, right. I was in the neighborhood. I, I, it even I, says here I will have on a red T-shirt, and oh, here you are. Damn it! Now, yesterday, Neil, when we got here, and it was leg day, and I said, "It smells like Subway in here." Has that distinct bread smell, you know, that lasts for days? And you said, yeah, man, I don't know where that came from. Well, that came late, so I Hey, I'm just a pizza guy, but you say it smelled like a subway. I mean, he could have met like the underground train. I mean, it does smell kind of funky. No, I I did have half of a subway sandwich in my pants because he came in before I finished it. Oh, that. So there there was that. You got a problem, man. Cut to a bedroom late at night. Uh, Husband and wife are sitting down to watch a TV show. Honey, I am so excited to watch the last episode of Ozark with you. I know we've waited. We finally have the perfect time to be able to watch it together yeah. and experience what's going to happen at the end of this show that we love so much. I'm just yeah, glad I'm ca- we carved I'm- out this time together and put it on the calendar and everything. Yeah, I'm just really tired. I think I'm just going to go to bed. No, we got to find out what happened. I mean, Marty, it's, 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 probably, nothing, it's probably nothing big. I'm, I'm just ready. Wait, I'm wait, ready to take you, a nap. You, you, you love this show. We always do this together. This is our Monday night tradition. Why don't you? I, I'm just, I, I think I'm just really tired, look, and I don't want to talk just, about well, it. I, I, look, if I just start it, I'm just going to queue it up on Netflix. Wait. I cannot it, believe what happened to wait, Ruth. It's at, the, it's at the end? What It says play again? Yes. Darlene? I couldn't Darlene. help myself. You watched it without me. It was just there. I just I was I pulled up Netflix and then all of a sudden it was playing and I don't even know what happened. You watched it looks like five days ago. I did I did twice? That was the third time actually. It doesn't show the one from the day before. This is such a violation of trust. And for you to just tell me something happened to Ruth. Now I'm all well, I don't even want to watch it anymore. But She's you don't my know, favorite character. But you don't know what it was. Spoiler Do you alert. want me to tell you? I, you know what I want to do? You want tell me, me to tell you? I want you to tell me where you're sleeping tomorrow night because this is this right is on the rocks here. Everybody knows that when someone doesn't sleep in the bed, it's the husband. It is not the wife. Bing bong. Uh, am, oh am, look, it's our doorbell. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> that doorbell outside our bedroom. Yes, it yes, is. Sir. It's horribly uh, convenient. Too. Amazon delivery. Uh, I'm here with an extra queen size bed. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, you are a planner. Well, I am. I thought you'd want somewhere comfortable to rest. Well, where do you want me to put this? In the doghouse. In the back with George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. has become the new cheating, hasn't it? Yeah. Amazon? It really, no, oh, no, 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 no. Watching shows? Yeah, watching shows have and not watching that? them together. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. Do you pretend like you didn't? No. I just don't know nothing about Ozark. That's uh, why Neil had to be my wife. Yeah, yeah. No, but do, I mean, do y'all? Do you guys have shows that you watch together as a as a couple? That like you only watch it together. We but, do, yes. but it's not me and Meredith. It's not like heavy narrative type stuff. So it really doesn't matter. You can just pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're in the wonderful position where Claire really hates everything I watch, so oh, I can watch so it whenever I want to. Yeah, they're very. Yeah, like, we've got shows we watch separately and only separately, and we got shows we watch only together. Yeah, ours together are like forged in fire. So I mean, it just exactly. doesn't make any difference. No. Yeah, whether it's about making it or not. Oh yeah, it's yeah. great. That's right. You told me about that one. Yeah, but we. But that really has like people get pissed off. People about get that. pissed off about that. So what happened to Ruth and Ozart, and who's Ruth? Oh, Ruth <laughs> we can't gets, tell you. Do you watch it? 
No, I've I've been needing uh, or looking for time to be able to start it. But now I know that Ruth dies, so I mean, I... oh, she doesn't really. We're just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> she dies. That's Spoiler cool. alert. Yeah, but I'm amazed that the number of people that get really pissed off about that. Yeah, when yeah. before you know it came on when it came on, and if you weren't there, you just yeah that missed was it. it. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But you made time to do it. It was more on, on a schedule, right? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been made less special. Because yeah. you have you can watch it willy nilly whenever you yeah, want, so it's right. not special. It's not an event. Well, that's, and it's driven me to anything that's like episodic. I will wait until the whole thing is done for some things. Bingo, yeah. or as Craig would say, big bog. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Amazon doorbell. Yeah, no, no offense to the reality of your scene, <laughs> but the funniest thing about that scene was. Craig's matter of fact, bing bong. <laughs> I'm sorry this in this audio media you couldn't see this, but I was gone for a long time after that. Bing bong. <laughs> oh, well, I will do some reading, but I will not be able to do it them fresh. <laughs> Mainly because I do not have my glasses, I can barely do it in English. Hold on. I might need them. We'll see yeah, how it goes. Go ahead. Feel free. It'll it'll make life easier. Yeah. You all have the same prescription on your eyes? Probably. It's it's they're just readers. Yeah. So. yeah. Does that help or hurt? <laughs> how long it can your arm stretch? Yeah. I was like, they're really just readers. What do you use? Uh one five, sometimes twos. What are these? Uh, they're supposed to be one fives. Okay. <laughs> are they <laughs> equal? <laughs> Turn your hot, your head slightly askew. I have a minor astigmatism, so that they, may be what's getting you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Craig yeah. doesn't look right in your glasses, Neil. I don't know why. Like, it's I not don't even, either. It's not even like <laughs> exact. Put the sunglasses on. At least you look cool. Now you're Say maverick. When, when, I, when I bring my cheap ass ones, they seem to work fine for you. I've didn't realize like, the you can't read now, but you look here. you look cool yeah. as hell. A second ago, I couldn't read, but now it's time for. Oh, Chip. Oh, yeah! Chip. Hat trick. Is this Hat another trick, o, o Chip? Is this another O Chip? This is an O Chip. Kick ass. O period Chip Robinson byline. Headline. Pickering High School stages mock prom accident. Is this really <laughs> worthy of a full article? Mock prom accident? So. Do you not know what this is? A mock prom? Like a no, fake no, prom? No, the, the, the car accident? The prom is not mock. <laughs> Good, because okay, that would spoil okay. a lot of kids. All right, wait, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint so many kids on their big day. Like, everybody gets dressed up, takes pictures, and there's no prom, and it was an accident. <laughs> that would be awful, right? An accidental fake prom. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't mean to build their hopes up and then dash them. We didn't we just mean got the to date do wrong. It. We got the date wrong. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's fake. <laughs> that feels like the, the two COVID proms that Stefan went to. Oh, right. Right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to do it. No, no, it's not going to happen. Not, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> That's quite a press release. <laughs> <laughs> it's effective. Wait, what do you think the headline means? I know what it means. I don't think what it means. What is, it's probably a, a, like a DUI. Yeah. Car yeah. crash. You fake yeah. a car yeah. accident in front of the high school. Where'd you Why just... would you do that? So what? you don't drink on prom night. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, at Newburn High School, like the week before prom, you they fake a car accident. Well, no, they, they, they don't do it like in front of the kids. They don't cry. They don't come out to the football field. Kids, we're just going to school. <laughs> no, cut they, to the driver's head room. <laughs> All right, Scotty. Uh, yeah, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, it's your turn this year. Oh, I get to be in the driver's seat, Jim. Yeah, you know I've been waiting. That's good. So I've upped the game a little bit this year. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm going to be driving the cement truck. What? A, wait. I've got to drive the Yugo hatchback. Yeah. Oh, look. Last year the the Lincoln was not sufficient, so I've upped it to a concrete truck. But no. Okay. But Yugos aren't known for doing well in crashes of any kind. Oh, I know. But look, this we want this year to be impressive. Like people weren't didn't like seem to be listening last year. Yeah, but but I don't have the insurance for this. Oh no, you probably won't need it when it's over. What, what, what does that mean? Truck against a Yugo. Come on. Right. I'm committed. I'm committed to doing this for the kids and like you know messing with their heads and 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 doing That's this good. fake thing. That's but good. it's better if it for me if it's a fake accident. Yeah. Well, I, look, realism. What did we talk about last year? Why didn't it work? We, you know, we had the Oscar Wiener truck against the one of those little bicycles that had a thing around. It didn't make sense. No blood. It was just kind of silly. No blood. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Jim, good news. So I know how we needed more blood for this year, and I know we used the Oscar Mayer Wiener truck last year. We finally got a use for all those giant ketchup packets that were inside of the Oscar Wiener See, truck. See, I like that. Fake yeah. blood. Oh, no, Fake, no, no, like- no. It's just the accent, the real blood. Oh, you know? yeah. The human so, body doesn't have a lot of blood. You teach biology. You know this. So right, I, figured, I do. I do. So I figured we'd take the cement truck. Yeah. We'll fill it with the ketchup packets. Okay. That way I can just dump all of it once we get in the accident. So it'll go everywhere. Uh, no, 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 no. I say we put the ketchup packets inside of the Yugo. That way, when it collides with the uh, cement truck, and, and it will crumble quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. They'll explode from within. So you see like a quote-unquote blood spray just all throughout oh, the windows of the Yugo. Brilliant. Hey, guys. Yeah, good idea, Tom. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry. Uh, I, I'm sorry I'm late. Here, I've been working all night on your mock Yugo. Thanks. So I want to make sure it's, the suspenders are, are perfect now. They're going to hold up all the, the, the frame. It's not even a real Yugo? Perfect. No. It's no. a mock Yugo. A mock Yugo? Well, we want to make sure. made of? Some well, cardboard, right? I mean, it's I guess cardboard, it's cardboard and suspenders, okay. mainly. I painted it all night. Wait, is the cement truck also made of cardboard? No, oh, that's real. No. Oh, that's cobble. very real. <laughs> I'm starting to think this has nothing to do, nothing to do with the kids, and everything to do with the fact that I didn't bring a Santa gift to the teachers' lounge last year. Is that it? Has nothing to do with that. Nope. <laughs> Although nope. this is probably a good time to mention the Santa Claus that was at that was also a mock Santa Claus. It, it wasn't, wasn't even the, real. It Santa? was not the real one. I repurposed the suspenders. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you don't pay a lot of attention. It's really what it comes down to. I'm a biology guy. I know about science. I don't know about all this smoke and mirrors y'all do in the wood How shop. How are you on physics? The- How are you on physics? Um, well, I, I know enough about physics to be very scared right now. Okay, good. Well, right, no, we've only got, we only got that. 15 minutes. <laughs> use that? Channel yes. that for my motivation? Yes, because we're going to have a camera inside the car so that we can show the kids the impact and the terribleness yeah. from inside. The, ca- the camera is actually the most sturdy part of the Mach Yugo. <laughs> Nothing's really, going to happen to that camera. <laughs> can, can you make me a camera to hide inside of then? <laughs> no, we already spent all the money on that camera. That's it. It's the one real thing about the car. We wrote a grant last year and everything. Listen, it's got I, Wi-Fi. I'm concerned for my own safety, but also concerned for these kids. You don't want them watching that. Oh yeah, they're all do. trying to dance and 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 get wear their corsages. Hey, we're trying to make sure diet. that's all they're doing. Hey, the way we see it, you lose one biology teacher, but you save several hundred like kids. Uh, 
that, that's pretty good odds. Yeah. That's pretty good. And it's going to make a really good TikTok. The kids are already tuned in yeah. and ready to watch. Yeah, I mean, they know it's coming. We set the stands up this year. Don't you see the crowd gathering? <laughs> are you sure this doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I did not donate to the uh, the, the sale, the, the fundraising you guys were doing for the new the new cafeteria? No, nah, no, nah, nothing to do with that. Yeah, no, we drew straws. It was totally fair. I mean, if we had that, there'd be room for the ketchup packets. But, eh, we got oh, all these extra ketchup packets. There you go. You ready? So here's your mock seatbelt. What is belt. happening now? I don't even get to talk to my family. No, no, well, they're watching too. Belt. What? This, a is probably a, this is probably a bad time to tell you it's a mock family. <laughs> my whole life is a lie. No, 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 just the really big stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really your dad. I, I'm just a very small man. <laughs> From generation nine? Generation four. <laughs> so, okay, so what they do, George. Okay, tell me. We, we did not do this in Morehead City. That's all we did was the headline, by the way. No, that's, 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 that's all we needed. needed. That's all O'Chip needed to give us. We know, so, we know his style now. So here was the other thing that I thought about. It's like the the uh, the other probably worse one that you could do is make kids watch like a pregnancy. That's exactly video. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> mock pregnancy. All right, so, yeah. so guys, I've decided I am not doing the mock accident. We're gonna have to do something else this year to try to scare these kids straight. Right. So there's maybe focus on teen pregnancy. All right. You gonna get your wife pregnant today? <laughs> well, the, the normal gestation period for human female is not much there skippy hopefully she's also not a teenager <laughs> this is probably a bad time to mention your wife has a mock uterus <laughs> it's made out of vacuum cleaner bags and yarn and suspenders <laughs> so so making me watch the pregnancy like, birthing video would have been much more impactful yes. than, than car wrecks. Well, what, now, Keith, you were telling me, what do they do? They have like just a beat up car? Well, like a Yuga? Yeah, they would tow in just a wrecked car. And typically that's it. I, like, I don't recall them like spraying blood on it or anything like that. I bet some places have. But they just bring in a, they bring in a, they tow in just a total yeah. car and then they just say, hey, put a sign on it. Like, don't drink and drive. Yeah, we've had it, uh, one at the college the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, they bring it on a graduation truck. Graduation weekend? They'll like they'll drop them on base like before big big weekend. Sometimes you'll mm -hmm. see them. It's oh, just a like, smashed up. It was a Mustang, the one they've been bringing to the college. But yes, yeah, just a smashed yeah. up car. Oh, that shit. was an accident. They got signs that they put up all around it too as a display. They'll do that, and then they'll do um, a drunk driving exercise where you put on these beer goggles yeah, and yeah. drive a golf cart around cones. And they set it up outside my office. So I get to see these students just taking out rows of cones over and over. All you morning. also get to see who the pros are. I, yeah. Oh. The security guys love it because oh, they will put on those things and they're like, no problem weaving in and out of every cone. This is training. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we're surprised that George doesn't know what we're talking about. This is the same high school that had prom house week. Yeah. The beach week. Welcome to mock house. Yeah. <laughs> They're not discouraging the kids from drinking no. and driving. They're straight up saying, it's like, hey, here's a place you can do it in private. Just go rent a bunch of houses yeah, at the beach. That's the solution to drunk driving. Get a house so you don't have to drive home. Yeah, just all stay just, together. Just get a house and drink there. No, you get a racetrack. It's a demolition derby. <laughs> that's not a bad That actually sounds like fun. That yeah, it does. does. Put, yeah. put drunk goggles on those derby drivers. No. Just let them get drunk if you're, if yeah, you're in right. a controlled environment. And that then, would probably be cheaper. 
It would, and it would probably be... You could charge them to do it and then charge spectators to watch it. And then use the footage for your drunk accident Perfect. prom video. Yeah. To scare kids. You the know problem I, would be you'd have like the guys in the car going, Woohoo! Yeah! I got you, Clem! <laughs> it's the guy who jumps out and starts headbutting the other cars that yeah. becomes the problem. You know what I just realized? We spent more time getting Craig reading glasses and getting prepared to read the article than we did reading the article. Yeah. I didn't read, need the glasses at all. <laughs> and I didn't even read the headline in order. I said his name first. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a long article, too. We saved ourselves a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> just tolerated another episode of small town news a production of small town news llc today's episode of small town news was inspired by the Beauregard daily news of dorada louisiana and stories written by o-chip robinson and only o-chip robinson episodes are performed and produced by keith boyd george oliver neil oliver and craig ramey research by dr jessica saxon music performed by george oliver <sighs> why do i always screw myself and get to this one <laughs> This episode was recorded in the historic Clark's Drug Store in downtown Newburgh, North Carolina. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Facebook Podcasts, and your grandmother's gramophone. Like what you hear? Leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite small town news. Thanks for joining us. And remember, roo-roo-roo, bing-bong. <laughs> bing-bong. <laughs> <laughs> How does this happen? How did we yeah. spend thirty minutes talking being about French, silly French people, and then now we have a French reference? <laughs> Jess, Jess knows where sure. our brains say, are. Because she's, you know what? We saw her last night, and she probably set us up somehow, some sublim- subliminal That's way. True. She may have. And then now she here was we are. teaching me a mime routine backstage, <laughs> and she brought baguettes and brie. I had no idea that's what that was about. And then something about a gumbo shower, <laughs> and she gave me a cute little chapeau. <laughs> and then she explained to me what a chapeau was <laughs> in France. What? I thought it was called a beret. There's a type of chapeau. Wait, 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 wait. There's only one beret. My brain cannot wait, handle wait, complexity. So, wait, wait, no. And I and I and I am curious now. So a chapeau is, is a, a hat. So a yarmulke would be a different kind of chapeau, but not a beret. Okay, so chapeau is the it's word the for generic. Hat. It's the generic term for hat. A beret okay, wait, is so a what's specific. Beret? It's the one that sort of sits flat and French hat. to the side. It's not just a French hat. Okay, so a beret <laughs> a beret is a chapeau. Yeah. But a chapeau is not a beret. Is a beret. It's like, so a cowboy hat, like yeah. if I say hat. Like a cowboy a, hat is not a No, a no, a cowboy hat. hat is a chapeau de cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's correct. No, I don't know what cowboy is, no, a that, chapeau de cowboy. No, that was the boy who lived between the stables. I'm going to get us back on track by ignoring this and going back to the so, sentence. And so starting functionally... Over. 
That is the word for hat, chapeau. Just like if we said, hey, nice hat, and you go, no, this is a cowboy hat. The response in French would be, no, this is my beret. You know, like they just, it's just a more specific term. No, this is my chapeau de cowboy. All right, so just, and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to be clear here. So just to be clear, it is utterly ridiculous to correct chapeau to beret. Uh, a beret is a type of chapeau. If I were to write the logical okay. syllogism, I would say every beret. The logical syllogism. Yes. Where have we gone today? <laughs> every beret is a chapeau, but not every chapeau is a beret. I'm going to yes. tell you exactly where we've gone today. We've gone nowhere. <laughs> we've gone to France. I am no clearer on the chapeau beret So crap. what you're saying is we're on point for our normal type of episode. Here we go. <laughs> I know, but for once, I'm feeling that Neil frustration of why are we doing this. And it's not a good feeling. I don't like it, Neil. I don't like it at all. Oh, try being me. No. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. And and, and, and and also, in true Neil fashion, I'm looking at my phone just being like, we're one sentence away. We're so close. <laughs> Generational chapeau? Yeah. <laughs> So seriously though, I did miss the French generation. What are we called again in French? We what? never finished the sentence. Generation. You both. missed nothing because it wasn't spoken. Generation both. All right. I thought you said both. He I did, did say both, but, but I didn't get to the translation. Let's guess what both it, means. It wasn't even one sentence left. It's the tail end of a sentence. Yeah, That's it's, all we have it, left. Yes. Hold on. Before we get there, <sighs> Craig, what do you think both means? Generation both. I think it means hat. <laughs> 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 Neil, am I saying that right? Bolf is that should be yeah. That doesn't. So the right. F is not silent. No okay. generation the, or the B. <laughs> the B is silent. Yeah. Oh, oh, generation bold, God. <laughs> All right, okay. <clears throat> Did you want to guess, George? Oh, I already read it. I wish I could, but I already okay. Read it. I mean, whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was unnecessary. <laughs> As most of what we've done today is <laughs> totally appropriate. Though. How about I say it's staying in? <laughs> <laughs>